The Acolytes by J.P. Leck. Mr. DeWalt, we appreciate you speaking with us. And maybe this time you could do some actual speaking. You're wasting time you don't have, detectives. Well, let wonders never cease. It's the first syllable we've heard from you in, what's it been, Alex, six months? Six months yesterday. Really? Well, I suppose there's not much else to do in a place like this but count the days. What do you mean, time we don't have? Now there's the Lucas we've come to know and love. What is this, the fourth time we've sat down with you, Lucas? It doesn't matter now. Your trial is next week. This is your last chance at bettering your odds. Attempted murder of a police officer really not looked too kindly upon by the courts. I wasn't trying to... It doesn't matter now. Come on, Lucas. You help us and you help yourself. You want to find her, and I will not allow you. Who's that? Carolyn Pelfrey? How do you know that name? The theater owner. Says the pair of you tried to rent the place last winter and he turned you down. Why did you use your real names? Now that does seem a bit amateurish to me. It didn't matter then. Right. Because you weren't criminals or fugitives at that point. Yeah, the theater owner remembered the pair of you quite well, apparently. The pretty girl and her scary, scary henchmen. <laughs> yeah, he said he got a weird vibe off you guys, but then you're just the weird vibe given off type, aren't you? <laughs> That's why he wouldn't rent the place to you then, and why you had to break in a few months later. Why did you wait so long? We didn't. We attempted the ritual somewhere else, but we were interrupted before we could finish. We saw things that night, things that tested the faith of the others among us. They were found... wanting. So there used to be more of you? Yes, but we didn't need them. The ceremony only required the vessel and one acolyte. You said you were interrupted last time. By whom? I don't know. A tall woman and a man who carried a strange case. I had never seen them before. Where did this happen? It doesn't matter now. The Roman Civic Theater was our first choice. The right was only ever going to work there. Because that's where, um, Thaddeus Boone once performed. And where you thought his ghost may be. You... you shouldn't know that. Is that why Carolyn was at the cemetery that day? Visiting Boone's crypt? Was she reaching out to him? Come on, Lucas. Don't clamp up now. You can see we know so much already. Just... just help us fill in the gaps, huh? <sighs> we had prepared the ceremony at the theater, but we were getting nowhere. Carolyn thought his spirit may be lingering around his burial place, so she went to it to contact him, hoping that Boone would follow her back to the theater. But the spirit wasn't the only one to follow her back from the cemetery. No, detective. And if you had just stayed out of it, I wouldn't have had to- What? Try to kill me? I wasn't trying to. I didn't want to kill you. But I couldn't let you get to her. I just had to distract you until Carolyn got away. I gave you a weapon, didn't I? I was- Being sporting about it? Should I be grateful? Don't give me that you're only keeping me busy crap. That death blow you were moving in for would have been real enough. That is, until you caught my left hook. It doesn't matter now. Your interference was belated. Even if you had been quicker, it wouldn't have made a difference. The master came quickly unto his new vessel. Right, you guys believe in dead souls possessing living hosts. That was your goal, was it? To give your long dead leader a new body? But it wasn't Thaddeus Boone. Of course it was. No, Lucas. It wasn't. That day at the theater, you heard me come in and you hid backstage, waiting for your chance to pounce at me. But you didn't hear Carolyn when she started to whimper about it not being him, about it being something else. She was trying to call out to you for help, Lucas, but you didn't hear her. I did. What are you talking about? She's not the same girl, Lucas. And you would know it too, but you didn't get the chance to see it. 
You attacked me and she ran off as we fought. Then you were arrested and you haven't spoken to her since. Whoever it is you think is in her now, it's not. I can tell you care for her. Help us help her. Yeah, I think he's done talking. One last thing, Lucas. We sent your cloak back to the lab after your arrest? I thought it had a weird metallic smell and was curious about it. They determined it was sheep's blood. What's the point of that? Blood does amazing things inside our bodies. It can do amazing things outside our bodies as well. We settled for sheep's blood, but the most ideal is, of course, human. Next time, perhaps. There's not going to be a next time for you, DeWalt. Alex, time to go. The lab also detected a chemical they could not identify. They think it's what maintained their blood's red color, but they don't know how yet. It does so much more than that, Detective. We will not speak again. Alex, let's go. <laughs> well, that was slightly more productive than usual, but that's not really saying much then, is it? Look, I don't mind helping you work this case on the side, but it's starting to feel a lot like we're chasing our own tails here. That girl is gone, Alex, probably across the country by now. And what was all that stuff about you heard her say it wasn't Boone's ghost, but something else? You never put that in your report, and you haven't told me any of that. Well, I was waiting to- Hi guys! My name is Piper, and I'll be taking care of you. Can I start you off with drinks? Uh, coffee for me. Water, please. Great. Be right back. Ah, that waitress is cute. I wish she were the reason you insisted on coming down to this grease pit, but we really know it's because it's right down the street from the cemetery, where one obsession gives way to another. What? I'm talking about your devotion to solving a case. It's admirable and all, but it's unrealistic. You've only been a detective for, what, a year now? But I have been for almost ten. Look, I know you're sick of my advice, but you really need to learn when to step back. This job doesn't always have satisfactory conclusions. I hate to say it, but sometimes the bad guy does get away. I don't accept that. But they do, Alex. They do get away sometimes. Like the grave robbers from last year. We didn't find them, and we probably never will at this point. Heck, we never even found the bodies they stole. But that didn't keep you from hanging around that cemetery whenever you could, looking for suspicious characters. But that's how I stumbled upon Carolyn Pelfrey. So what's your point? That she is your new obsession. You think that finding her will bring some kind of resolution, but her trail is as cold as the sidewalk outside. Maybe. Maybe not. Wh why? What do you have? I know that face. So Thaddeus Boone dies back in the 80s and the so-called boonies disperse afterward. The cult is extinct from then on, right? Right. So why did a girl as young as Carolyn Pelfrey restart it 30 years later? How did she even learn about the boonies? Well, it was a pretty big story back then. There's certainly plenty of material online. Plenty, but not all. Sorry that took so long. Coffee and water. Now, what can I get you gentlemen to eat? We haven't decided yet. Give us a couple more minutes. Alrighty. I did an extensive amount of research on the web into the boonies, trying to uncover everything that would have been available for someone like Carolyn to find. Okay. And then I dug into the old case files at the station. Aren't the archives still in the process of being digitized? Yeah, I had to dig through them by hand. Anyway, I discovered something that was never released to the public, the location of the boonies' compound. It was a huge estate that belonged to one of the members. They used it as their base of operations way back when, 
and it's out in the sticks and has been abandoned for decades. Okay, but what does that have to do with- Stick with me. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in the commode with a couple of guys from the gang task force. I overheard them talking about the Infernal Leers. You know them. Sure. Oldest gang in American history. Old enough that they started on horseback before finally upgrading to motorcycles. Oh, and then of course there's that near legendary story, the uh, West Coast chapter back in the 60s. You know, the one they robbed the bank and they decided to hide out in the secluded ghost town up in the Rockies. Turned on each other in the night when no one got out alive. How do you not know this story? Anyway, since then they've been pretty small time, but I wasn't even sure they were still around. How does an antiquated biker gang fit into all this cult business with Carolyn Pelfrey? By chance. Gang Task Force has been keeping a closer eye on the Infernaliers over the last few months. It seems a new power structure has arisen among their ranks. They were getting stronger, more organized, and then nothing. Dropped off the face of the earth. All Midwest biker gangs go dormant in the winter. It actually snows here. This is more than that. Not one of the known members has been seen or heard from, even by their friends or family. The Boonies compound. That's, that's where you think they are. With Carolyn Pelfrey. Okay, guys. What will it be? We're not eating, thanks. Actually, I was gonna have- We're good here. Thanks, miss. Okay? Dude, I'm hungry. So I would never have made a connection between Carolyn and the bikers, except that I was talking to Patrolman Voiles. Well, more he was talking to me. I was trying to ignore him. Yeah, that guy's kind of a creepist. Exactly. So he was trying to brag to me about all the women he had seen while on patrol, and then he gets into the story from last spring, shortly after my incident at the theater. He said he pulled over a biker for not wearing a helmet nor was his passenger. An attractive young woman in a dress, very out of place on a motorcycle. So? So what if one of the Infernal Ears picked up a hitchhiker and she went back with him? What if that hitchhiker was Carolyn? And what if Carolyn proceeded to take over the gang? From gang to cult in just six months? Exactly six months ago yesterday, as Lucas made it a point to say. Okay. Yesterday was the 21st, the winter solstice. So back when you stumbled on them in the theater... It was the summer solstice, yes. The cult goes in for all that weirdo druid stuff about certain dates being important for rituals. Okay, so if yesterday was the winter solstice, how did they spend it? No idea. But did you notice that Lucas kept saying, it doesn't matter? Like something happened already? Something irreversible? I don't know, Alex. I'm still hung up on a barely college-aged girl wandering into a biker den and somehow making all of them her servants. These are flunky criminals who would rob their own grandmother for a buck, and they're going to just suddenly switch over to become... I don't know, what, what was it Lucas called them? Acolytes? I know how it sounds. I don't think you do, because there are stretches, and then there's this. Alex, Lucas only followed Carolyn because he's clearly in love with her. But a bunch of hardened criminals? The cult believes in lost civilizations, and another world, and, I don't know, dragons, too, probably. Can you imagine a bunch of illiterate bikers getting on board with all that hocus-pocus mumbo-jumbo? It's not just her, though. That's the point. She could never have done it alone. I agree. Didn't you say that the location of the compound was never made public? So how did Carolyn lead all of her new best friends to find it? If that's even where they are! Exactly the point I've been trying to come to. While Carolyn may have learned about Thad Boone and his cult online, she could have never found the compound without being told where it was by something that had been there before. Hold on, some... thing? The spirit inside of her? It was present with Boone 30 years ago. Uh-huh. She tried to summon his ghost, but got his demon instead. So we need an exorcist. Possibly. I was kidding. I wasn't. Wow. Alex, what, what do I even say to all of this? I have no idea. Look, I, I didn't even think you went in for this kind of thing, man. Before, I wouldn't have. But now, I don't know. 
That's why I didn't tell you about what I heard her say in the theater that day. Or why I didn't put it in my report. Her voice. It changed. It was something else. Anyway, we could put this whole crazy theory to bed soon. How? I'm going to take a drive out to the compound next week, depending on the snowfall. The new set of blizzard conditions can be infected by then. I guess it's going to be a whiteout Christmas. That's what you put in your vacation time for? Gosh, man, I thought you were going to see your family for the holidays or something. I don't know what I stumbled upon in that old theater six months ago, but it's bad. The way she spoke, Keith. There is evil in this world beyond even the thieves, rapists, and murders we put away for a living. I've done my best to disassociate Carolyn Pelfrey from the thing inside her. Only one of them is truly our enemy and the other desperately needs our help. Anyway, I know you can't come with me. I just wanted someone to know where I went. In case I don't come back. Not to sound too dramatic or anything. Alex, this is the worst possible idea. Think of it this way. If they do kill me, you and the rest of the department have every reason to storm in there and take them all out. <laughs> That's not funny. I'll be careful. I'm just going to have a look around, and then I'll report everything to the gang task force and let them take it from there. I'll probably get the FBI involved. Well, I know I can't talk you out of this, or anything, for that matter. And since I can't go with you, I want you to take this. You know, for luck. Isn't this your grandfather's? Great, great grandfather's, yes. He's the one with the Wild West show way back when, right? Yeah, and before that he was a sergeant in the Union Army. This bullet is from a Confederate rifle. Sharpshooter's bullet, no less. The story behind it, well, it depends on which relative's telling it, but it was passed down as a keepsake. My father gave it to me when I became a cop. Something about carrying a lucky bullet will keep the unlucky ones away, I guess. Thanks, I'll keep it close. And it works? <laughs> Never been shot, have I? Well, that is true. Down, everyone on the floor, now! Keith, are, are you alright? I'm fine. You're bleeding. It's just from the glass. I'm just cut. Good. You! Waitress! What was your name again? P Piper. Piper, do you have a cell phone? Uh, yeah, right here. Piper, I need you to call 911. Tell them there's been a shooting here and that two plainclothes officers are on the scene. Tell them not to approach the front of the building. The shooter is in an elevated position across the street, likely in the building facing us. You got that? Okay, got it. Alex, what are you doing? He's using a long-range rifle. I need to find out where he's shooting from. Do you have that little spyglass thingy on you? It's a monocular. It makes you look like a sea captain. It's lighter and easier to carry around the binoculars. Are you seriously giving me crap about this right now? Well, I may not get another chance. Shut up. Alex, be careful. I will. Where are you? Alex! I'm fine, I'm fine. And I know where he is. Hey, Piper. Yeah? Are you still on the line with the dispatcher? Yes. She says help should be here in a minute. Tell her the shooter is on the south end of the roof across the street. She'll relay that to the first responders. Will do. Okay, I'm supposed to tell you. All right, let's just everyone sit tight. This is almost over. Alex, is that you? Yeah. Well, answer it. It could be one of our people. I don't recognize the number. Hello? Who is this? the girl. Pelfrey? Yes. That means the shooter must be an infernal ear. Is she with him? I think so. It sounds like she can see me. All that work to track him down and they came to you, buddy. Lucas. I remember what he said about our time being short. He knew this was coming. He must have told them we were investigating. How though? We've monitored all his visitors. He probably smuggled a message out through another inmate. It happens all the time. He tipped Carolyn off that we were getting close. Speaking of, is she still on the line? Hello? Carolyn? Are you there?
What are you talking about? What has begun? Carolyn, I know you're in there. I know you can hear me. I'm going to help you. I swear it. Try to fight this thing. Try. Please, freeze. Put the gun down. I said put it down, buddy. They found them. Do it. <gasps> What's happening? I can't see. I can't see any of them. I think they ran. I think they ran to the other side of the building. Well, here comes the cavalry. Must be safe enough, which means they probably got the bad guys. Let's find out. Everyone remain where they are until we are sure this is completely over. Voyles. Detectives. I heard there were two of ours on the scene, but I didn't know it was you. What happened on the rooftop? It just came across the radio. The shooter's down, but two of them fled on foot. I guess they used a fire escape to get to ground level. Detective, you're bleeding. I'm fine. Where are they now? Headed south on 3rd Street. Voyles, we're gonna borrow your car. What? What's wrong with yours? It's unmarked and has no sirens. Don't worry, we'll bring it right back. Go check on those people in the diner. Yes, sir. Cemetery. Figures. It ends where it began. What were you saying about this job not having closure? Just shut up and drive. Captain, you got here fast. When I heard there was a sniper attack and that two of my own were in the crosshairs, I got out from behind my desk. You two okay? We are. You should have stayed at the diner. There's nothing you can do here. Well, we just wanted to make sure you got him, Captain. You can count on that. Where are they? We chased them in there. What, into that mausoleum? Yeah, don't worry. We'll get them, one way or another. Listen, detectives, I need to go. Right, be careful. And Captain, the girl, she may not seem it, but she is a victim of this. So try not to... We got gunfire! Move in! What's going on in there? Someone talk to me. One dead, Captain. Who's dead? Captain, let us go in. No, you've had enough today. Take my radio and coordinate from out here. This is Detective Alex Heaney. Who is dead? Casualties male. We haven't found a female yet. Well, get on it. We've got the place surrounded, Alex. She's not getting out of there. She's got something in her beyond all of us. Something smart. We found something. Are you going to make us guess? One of the gunman's rounds. It hit a panel on the wall and it came loose. There's a passageway or something behind it. Hayward just crawled through and found human remains. It's a mausoleum. Of course there are bodies in the walls. What are you talking about? Are these bodies that have been interred? No, sir. It's something else. It's a service tunnel, and at the end of it is a little chamber. Six, maybe seven bodies are in there. Hayward says the bones looked chewed. What, Hayward? Sir, he says there's a couple of other bodies that are more intact. One is just a head and torso. The other has had its skull caved in. What the... Alex. Alex, the grave robberies. It's the bodies. We finally found the bodies. They, they never actually left the cemetery. Congratulations, man. It looks like we cracked the cake. I don't care about the bodies. Where's the girl? She's not here, sir. We'll keep looking. That's impossible! Ugh. I guess you're right. About what? Sometimes the bad guys do get away. Calm down, buddy. Listen. Them trying to kill you just now will be more than enough to get a warrant for that old compound. And now you won't have to go alone. We'll get SWAT out there. We'll raid the place. We'll round up every last one of those acolytes. The Infernaliers or the Boonies or whatever they're calling themselves these days. They're done. They're finished. That's twice they've tried to kill you, okay? They're not going to get a third attempt. And we will find Carolyn. After this, the whole department, heck, the whole city is going to be looking for her. You're right, Keith. Of course I am. Still. What? 
Something she said on the phone. She talked about starting something I couldn't stop. Well, then we'll figure that out, too. Come on, let's head back to the diner. I am starving after this. Oh, yeah, should I hang on to this lucky bullet? No, you give that right back here before I actually get shot. <laughs> I can't keep it? I thought it was a gift. It's almost Christmas, remember? Look, tell you what, when Forensics digs all the slugs out of the diner, I'll turn them into, I don't know, a lucky necklace or something for you. How's that? <laughs> This has been The Acolytes by J.P. Leck. The voice of Alex was provided by Samuel Dumas. The voice of Keith was provided by Stephen E. Foxworthy. The voice of Lucas was provided by Caleb Dunkerson. The voice of Piper was provided by Lauren Mallison. The voice of Carolyn was provided by Julia Leslie. The voice of Voyles was provided by Jack Draga. The voice of the Dispatcher was provided by Lindsay Leck. The voice of the Captain was provided by Timothy Renshaw. The voice of Sandoval was provided by Patty Esparza. And Ryan was voiced by Tucker. All rights reserved. For other audio plays, short films, short stories, comic books, and novels by J.P. Leck, visit EndlessElsewhere.com. Hello? Hello? Hey lady, wake up. You can't sleep in here, you'll freeze to death. Look, there's a shelter downtown. What? Where am I? Who's there? You. You. How'd, How'd you, you find me? me? What are you doing here? I work here. What are you... The police that were swarming the mausoleum yesterday, they were looking for you. What have you done now, Carolyn? Not me. Something else. There's something in me. Please, I need your help. You tried to help me once. And you tried to kill me once. I know. I should have realized. Please, I need that same man who carried me away that night. Do you know whose crypt this is? I thought I did. But I was wrong. Please, I have something in me that I can't get out. It controls me most of the time. Please, it could take over again at any moment. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about, I have a device that will tell me if you're lying. It'll show me what's inside of you. In the woods that night. You did that? Yes, and if you're lying to me, I won't help you. I'll turn you over to the police. And if I'm telling the truth, then you'll help? I can't do for you what you need, but I may know someone who can. Get up. It's time to go. <laughs>